I'm Steve Schwartz, founder of Pro Influence, and you're listening to Startup Spotlight, a podcast series featuring consumer-based startup companies and their passionate founders. Welcome to Startup Spotlight, episode number five. For our fifth episode, we're showcasing Highlight, an innovative performance apparel startup based in beautiful San Diego, California. Joining us now is Ron Wilson, CEO of Highlight. Hi, Ron. Thanks for joining us on Startup Spotlight. How are things down there in paradise? Uh, fantastic. No complaints, that's for sure. How long have you been down in San Diego? Uh, I personally moved here about 12 years ago. Uh, honestly, I kind of forget. It seems like yesterday, but obviously a lot of time has gone by. Yeah, one of the best places to live in the world, for sure. Hey, listen, we've known each other for about a year now, and I'm really excited to have you on because I'm, I'm very impressed with your gear, and I love your go-to-market strategy. Please give everyone you know, a quick overview about Hylete. Specifically, you know, what's your background, and how did you get started? Sure. Well, this, this is, I guess, the third kind of major entrepreneurial endeavor uh, that I've had, so all in consumer products. There's been probably another uh, half dozen or so that failed to kind of see the light of day, which is kind of really the, the life of the uh, serial entrepreneur. A lot of things don't make it that far, but uh, this one by far has been kind of the, the most exciting and really the product of you know, 25 years of uh, trying to start businesses. I started Hylite in particular in 2012, actually St. Patrick's Day, 2012, so March 17th. And really was started with a, a basic premise. It was really twofold. One, to develop what I thought could be the best cross-training short on the market. And then secondarily, to sell that product directly to our customer base. So essentially eliminate retailers and really have that voice of the customer. And I designed the original product as well. So I was always had the desire to essentially hear right from the customer and not have a retailer wedge between essentially us as the designer and manufacturer and them as the consumer of our products. You know, you're obviously in a very competitive market and you've gotten some traction to this point. Is there a great, you know, kind of behind the scenes story that you can share with us uh, looking back on those really early days? Yeah, certainly. I think there's a, a few different things. One, uh, like I said, we started with one product, a very simple premise. Uh, at the time, CrossFit was on the rise and we attended the CrossFit games. And I had been in the fitness industry for quite some time. The previous company that I started just previous to Hylite, we had gotten to know quite a few like very influential trainers, essentially trainers of trainers, pretty broad array, probably almost 100 folks throughout the world that were really kind of looked up to in the fitness industry. So we were fortunate to have that, that base of people who believed in us. Uh, and we really called upon them to help us build the brand and use their social networks to essentially get the word out. We also went to the CrossFit Games in 2012 with literally a thousand pair of shorts. And uh, really the goal was and the milestone was that we needed to be able to sell those shorts to prove, you know, we really were able to compete with essentially a, another startup brand with, you know, really the foundation of my business partner, co-founder Matt Paulson and I, basically our reputations were there. But besides that, the short had to sell. We did sell out uh, at that event and that nice. kind of got us started. So that, you know, that was a, a very, you know, I think I always recommend that to a lot of entrepreneurs to have a very very specific goal and, and set milestones where you can really gauge whether it's working. We had a simple milestone of, hey, we'll sell these shorts. And if we can sell these shorts, we can take that money and plow it back into essentially more product and know that at least that first milestone has been achieved. 
we obviously continue to build product. But the other thing that happened that really was a very fortuitous event was that Facebook went public. And by Facebook going public, they were now essentially at a point where they had to monetize their network. So they started uh, allowing brands like us to essentially advertise. And the advertising, because they were just starting, was really inexpensive. You know, that's a case of just the right place at the right time. And, and you yeah. have to be able to recognize that this is an opportunity. And that's, that's just keeping your mind open to something new that's never happened before. So taking the paradigms of the past and essentially setting those aside. And so we plowed all of our resources into essentially Facebook advertising. And that really got us off the ground in a very fast way. We, got, we generated a lot of awareness. That's a great story, particularly about the uh, the impact of social media on, on launching your business. It, it continues to be huge. I mean, I think it's different now. Uh, and there's been so many new social media platforms that have come about everything, obviously, from Instagram to Pinterest. And now you have to see what is kind of coming down the pipe next and how you're going to leverage that. The fortunate part about being direct to a consumer is that you obviously have a lot of data on uh, what's working and what's not. And uh, not to mention, uh, basically, all the retail landscape that has shifted so dramatically in the last couple of years. And unfortunately, we made the decision to avoid retail and turned out to be a, a pretty prudent decision. Uh, so on Facebook in particular, what we see on the social networking is more about our underlying, what we actually call our community, posting and talking about our brand on our behalf because they like what we do. And that's where we have the power of social networking now. It's really word of mouth is still our number one way that people find out about our product and the reason that they buy for the first time. So we we really uh, you know, obviously are thankful to our community which is, you know, approaching 150,000 community members that really talk about us and you know, wear our products and talk about our products with pride and really bring in new members to our Kylie Nation community. Yeah, the, that engagement by consumers, was that a surprise to you? And, and were there any other surprises over the past couple of years as you've grown highly? Well, you know what? Every day is sometimes a surprise, to be honest with you, which is a really good feeling. Uh, a lot of cool things happening in the world. Uh, in particular, one, I think uh, the passion that people have about the brand, that we hear it, we see it, we feel it, but sometimes you don't really know till you have people stopping by and knocking on the corporate office door because they recognize that they're driving by the you know, high-league headquarters and they're excited to come in and talk to us. Or what has been probably the most profound thing that's happened lately is, and it all relates back to the Jobs Act, the ability for the title three and title four, a part of that, which is crowdfunding to the everyday person, which went into effect back in May of 2016. That really has shown how passionate I, I believe our community is and, and what the power of a community-based brand and the power of a brand that has meant something to people over a period of, you know, one, two, three years, what they're willing to do and in particular take money out of their pocket and not only buy product, but also invest in the company. We were, uh, had a successful, uh, what's called a small online public offering back mm-hmm. in March and April and raised a million dollars, we garnered, more importantly, 1,700 new investors. Uh, and that's exciting because these investors have become our best ambassadors and are the people who are really interested in the future of the brand. I think the, the most interesting part is that I reached out and I did a survey and also opened up the door to, for everybody to ask me questions that I, I've been responding to uh, late at night. Uh, I feel like I'm not getting any sleep because I think everybody had a question for me, um, yeah. 1,700. So it's been a, a pretty been pretty interesting. I, uh, that type of engagement was surprising. But the fact that most people 
people really just, they want to see us succeed. And that was kind of the most refreshing part. It wasn't about, hey, I want to make 10 times my, what the money I put in, or, you know, I did it just because of the, the store credit you gave me or the discount on products that's a little better than someone else is getting. It was really the, the two things they wanted more than, than anything was one, see us succeed uh, and say that they were part of that success. And then two, help us essentially journey into new product categories and essentially continue to develop our ecosystem. So for example, we're, we'll be launching footwear early next year and they wanted to be part of that. And, and that was like essentially one of the number one reasons that they invested, uh, that they want to influence essentially what I'm deeming is the next generation of athletic brand that's community built, backed and driven. How many of those 1,700 investors uh, do you believe were already highly customers? So 85% were based upon the survey that I sent out, which was, I think, over half of, of our investors have completed. Wow. So 85% were current current customers, which makes sense. I think our new way of thinking is, and I, I like it too, we want to be the Green Bay Packers of the NFL. We want to be we want to be a community-owned brand. I think we have the power to do it. And it opens up some really spectacular opportunities to provide all kinds of things that promote a, a fitness lifestyle that other companies just wouldn't have the ability to do. Uh, and that's kind of been really the, the cool opportunity. I, I thought the Jobs Act was designed for. And we're going to continue to do more of this in the future. Uh, in particular, anybody that's interested in learning more of how we're doing this and what we're doing, we're setting up a, a new page on highly.com. It's forward slash invest. And, that's, and that page will continue to be developed over the next four to six weeks to really give more exposure of what the opportunity is to really be part of a community, you know, a community-based brand. Ron, you've talked a little bit here about you know your direct-to-consumer business model, your community that you have. Is there anything else that you know really differentiates highly from other premium athletic apparel brands? Well, I think our ability to not only build something and build it like in a quality way, we spent a lot of time and painstaking effort. Obviously, we started with shorts. We've parlayed that into essentially a full men's offering of, of premium performance, and we're starting to launch lifestyle pieces. And it's we built an exceptional team that really understands that we need to do things that in the most performance-driven way, but still create value for our community. So, you know, we want to have a quality that's equal to Lululemon or high-end, say some high-end Nike product that they only saw on site, but we want to be able to deliver that at, you know, substantially less price when it comes to apparel. And when we think about footwear, we think differently. So we, we always take another brand that's out there that we know our community is using and wearing, and then what can we do to make it better? So for example, for footwear, the Nike Metcon. So we looked at that shoe and said, what can we do better? What does what our community not like about it? And particular, what is our design team and us using it all the time? What can we do that would make it superior? And what we came up with was essentially a, an insole, midsole insert system. So mm-hmm. what that means is that when you buy our piece of footwear, you're getting uh, out of the gate, which is three insoles that you get or midsole insoles. One is designed for lifting. It's a zero millimeter drop. So you're very close to the ground. Then you can pull that one out. You get a second one that's designed for cross training. So something like high intensity interval training. And then we have a third insert and that's designed if you're going to do a longer run. So we, these are things that now allow one shoe to act as three. So it's really handy, especially if you're traveling uh, or you're doing workouts multiple days, but you like the fit of a shoe. It delivers more value. And because we're what I now call direct to community versus direct to consumer, same acronym, just obviously a different uh, word on the C, right. is that we can do that where you couldn't do that if you had a retailer. You'd have so many styles you'd have to do. And trying to explain that at you know in a Dick Sporting Goods would be I mean, obviously a very tall order for especially for a smaller company like ourselves, but we're able to do that. 
Wow, that shoe sounds really innovative. Uh, really look forward to seeing it. Actually, there's some pictures already out there uh, that you can find on the internet. But we'll we have a thing called Highly Project where it's much like Kickstarter, and people can actually buy at a discount and essentially fund a project. So we're gonna we're gonna launch it on that and give people an opportunity to kind of buy early. So that'll happen in probably about another month. You'll start seeing those uh, advertisements coming from us uh, from Highly.com and being a part of our newsletter. Oh, good. Um, well, we'll definitely look for that and come back to you and, uh, and get an update. Listening to you talk about your brand, looking at your website, looking at some of the content that's online, it definitely strikes me that you're you're not building a, a fitness company or an apparel company. You're you're building an actually a, a lifestyle brand. Exactly. We have aspirations to do a lot of things. We certainly don't view ourselves as just an apparel brand or just a apparel and footwear brand. Uh, very obviously astute of you to notice. And we believe there's a whole ecosystem available that as long as we stay true to our mission and we listen to our community, they're giving us the liberty to provide not only products, but services that fit their lifestyle and do so in a way where they, they trust us. They know what they're going to get. But those people hopefully will come to rely upon us not only for their, all their apparel needs, but both fitness as well as lifestyle, all their footwear needs, all of their bags and backpacks, which we do, all that kind of travel gear or stuff that you take to and from the gym. Uh, and then you throw in a workout regimen, and app that today gives you work, uh, the workout regimen and a daily circuit to do. And uh, later in the year, we'll have all the equipment that goes with that daily circuit will be available via High Leap. And then you start throwing those things into the mix. Uh, really, the sky's the limit of what we can offer as we go, kind of, kind of go along our mission. Our, our mission is to provide whatever the community needs so that they don't have to get it from somewhere else and they can basically uh, get it from a brand that they believe in and hopefully that they're part of in terms of owning it. You know, that's a lot of great information and there's a lot of great content online. As I mentioned, I'm sitting here looking at your YouTube page and it just, again, it strikes me that a lot of the content that you have uh, that's branded Hylete is hosted by influencers, but they're not even talking necessarily about the gear. They're talking about the value of sleep and nutrition. Um, exactly. So, uh, it's really interesting to see how you're, you know, really building, you know, this lifestyle brand from the inside out. When um, trying to get with the right foundation for sure. Yeah, and, and the content is like it's all stuff that people want. And the thing that, and I'll tell you the the thing that I'm really excited about when it comes to content and giving people, let's say, nutrition and lifestyle tips, is that there's so much misinformation in the market when it comes to fitness. You know, we have this bigger mission to serve our community, where we hopefully can distill, essentially curate, and then also produce content that our community wants, and and hopefully get to the real answer or at least a balanced answer versus something that's sensationalized or fake news that just designed to sell a newspaper, a magazine, or a supplement. Again, looking at your, your website, uh, it looks like giving back is a big part of you know what you'd like to do and where you're guiding the company. Can you talk a little bit about you know your, yeah. your charitable work that you guys are doing through Highly? Sure. You know, we believe uh, strongly in giving back to our community at large, and there's four charities that we work with currently, and they're all charities that we believe in here internally, and there's at least a, a couple people that kind of are the internal advocates uh, within the high lead team. And then we know that the community at large, those 150,000 people, have a strong association with, and lots of times it's more than one of them. What we do is, and where we provide the most amount of value is, one, getting the word out, but also we produce apparel branded for them, and we give 50% of the revenue, so it's very you know clean and clear of what we do. Ron, as, as we kind of wrap up here, what's the one thing you'd like listeners to remember about Highly? That's a good question. You know, if they, if all they remember is that there's a brand out there that's trying to do the right thing for people that 
live healthier, happier lives and do it in a way that makes the people that are part of that community and makes their lives easier, more enjoyable. They get to spend more time with their families. They live longer. I mean, that's our mission at the end of the day. Hopefully there's a lot more people out there that will, you know, that will check in with us, pay attention, maybe try something along the way. And then hopefully they walk through that door and become a community member and help us kind of drive for this change and, and really change the landscape of fitness. Well, that's a great final word. Ron, it's been great having you on the Startup Spotlight. Thank you for coming on the show, and best of luck to you and Hylead in the future. Well, we certainly appreciate it. Same to you, Steve. And that'll wrap things up for this episode of Startup Spotlight. I'm Steve Schwartz of Pro Influence. Please give us your feedback and share this podcast with your family, friends, and colleagues. You can find all Startup Spotlight episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening, and be on the lookout for our next episode coming soon.